This is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm telling you that I listen to the Gathering Strength podcast every day. Hey, what's going on? Your boy Ruby Rube is already getting celebrity endorsements. Sheesh. Sky is really the limit with these things. Anyways, another episode with your boy Ruby Rube, Gathering Strength podcast. With me, as always, DJ Khaled, hit him with another one. Yesterday, I would like to address something It's it's rather more embarrassing. But hey, nevertheless, we're going to grow together. Yesterday, I was reading from the book, talking about the Matthew Effect. Uh, The book by Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers. And I was reading... And I got stumbled up on this word, uh, a unfamiliar, not everyday used word. And I was reading and then this word popped out at me. It was like, what's up, fool? You don't know me. You don't know me, fool. And I was like, hey, word, I don't want no problems, word. Just let me let me do my thing. Let me just move on. And the word was like, nah, fool. You gonna, you gonna acknowledge me right now, fool? And I was like, damn, I'm gonna have to grapple with this word. And to make a long story short, I ended up getting, getting my butt whooped. I ended up stumbling all over that word. And you know, I ended the episode and I was like, what was that word? And man, I, I knew what the word was. I was just having a little bit of a brain fart. The word that kicked my butt yesterday was sociologist. And for, you know, whatever reason, I just got my butt whooped by that word. Sociologist. And you know what? The two words that make up that word, sociologist, is social and ologist. If I would have just thought, use my brain, my noodle... I guess that damn hamster fell off the hamster wheel inside my mind and I just couldn't couldn't uh, make sense of that damn word. Sociologist, the study of humans, the study of human behavior, the study of human patterns, the study of human, human structure. Sociologist. Sociology? I'm a sociology professor. I teach about humans. And their and their antics and their wacky behaviors. You can find all all my research in the sociology department. Anyways, onward. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna kick off this episode with the word of the day. Oh yeah, I know you've been been waiting. You probably couldn't sleep last night and then woke up all excited to tune in to find out. Hey, what's gonna be Gathering Straight Podcast word of the day? Well. Wait no longer, my guy. The word of the day is contrary. Contrary is the complete opposite of of what has been said. For example, let's say your buddy, your buddy says that, hey, when I throw this object, the object does not fall down. It goes up. And then you, because you know how gravity works and the laws of physics, you can hit him with a, 
On the contrary, when you throw that item, it is going to fall down, not up. And then he throws that item and it indeed goes up. Then, hey, maybe you're standing on the ceiling and it's opposite day for you. But on the right, you know what? Hey, you can have a contrary child, a contrary child that is that does everything opposite of what you of what you want them to do, of what you say. For example, hey, no jumping on the couch. And the child says, on the contrary, Papa, I will jump on the couch. No writing on the walls. On the contrary, Papa, I will take this permanent marker and I will write on the wall. So the contrary is opposite. You know, I'm going to hit you with a little French lesson, too. If you want to sound like an like an uber douche, you can say, en contrary. And they're going to be like, am I in France? Did you just all of a sudden turn French? And when you say, en contrary, with a French accent, all of a sudden, you have a baguette growing on your back. And your face is painted white. And you're wearing a black and white striped shirt and you turn into a mime. So if you're not ready or if you have places to go, things to do, and you don't want to walk around looking like a mime, don't don't say it like that. Just say, just say, on the contrary, my guy. Complete opposite of what you said. On the contrary. Let's go. Now, what am I going to be talking about today, boys and girls? Am I going to be talking about how Sally sells seashells on the seashore? You know what? If you listen to one of my earlier episodes, you will know why Sally sells seashells on the seashore. Because I already spoke about that, so why would I talk about it again? If you don't know why Sally sells seashells on the seashore... Hey, you know, I I mentioned how that song came to be in... In a past episode. I don't know which one. So you're going to have to go find it. If you want to know why Sally sells seashells on the seashore. Which is a true story. Then you're going to have to go dig. Go dig through my catalog. I can't do all this heavy lifting for you guys all the time. You're going to have to do some work too. So but today's episode is not about that. Today's episode is about confidence. What is confidence? The word confidence, I'm sure you've heard that word plenty of times, but I think that it is important to get the absolute definition of these words. And when you have absolute clarity on a word that one, it makes you smarter, two, It increases your intelligence. Three, you can use the word properly. Four, you know exactly when to implement that word. Five, because you know the true definition of a word. Now, hey, I'm going to use today's subject to say, when you know everything that I just mentioned, you are now confident to speak because you know what you're talking about. Now, there are different types of confidence. Well, you know, 
Let me go to the definition. The true definition of confidence is a strong belief or faith in something that you can get whatever job done full and complete trust. Now, there are many different types of confidence that an individual can possess. Financial confidence. Let's say you're, you plan on buying a house. Hey, can you afford that house? Are you confident that you can make the payments? Well, your confidence is going to be backed by how much money you have. Your confidence is going to be backed and supported by your previous spending habits. If you if you have a history of frequently falling into debt or spending superfluously, then hey, your confidence might be lacking because of past behavioral patterns that can which would allow your confidence to waver in the face of such adversity. And the adversity that your financial confidence is going to be subjected to is a large mortgage. So, hey, financial confidence. You might need to stay in your lane if you don't have the financial confidence to take on a, a loan or a payment as such. Now, what are some ways that we can build our financial confidence? We can spend less, save more, we can earn more money, we can sell the things that we don't need. We can take a inventory and look at our purchase history, look at our purchase patterns. And you know, that is exactly what a mortgage company does when you apply for a loan. They want to see, hey, your bank, uh, uh, they want to see your bank statements for the last three months because that loan company, they want to have confidence in you that you can indeed pay back this loan. So you want to have a strong financial foundation that grants you confidence that, hey, not only if, if you want to take out a loan or, uh, you know, do this and that, you want to have the financial confidence that if you are faced with a financial storm, you know, your car breaks down, uh, oh, something breaks in your house, or you get into an accident and, and can't work. You want to have some financial confidence that you can take on the brunt of any storm and not be completely devastated when you are out of that financial storm. So, hey. Confidence. Let's gain some financial confidence. Another form of another form of confidence that is important to possess is physical confidence. You want to be able to know that you can handle any laborious task. You want to know that hey, you're not gonna pull a hip rolling out of bed. You're not gonna pull a back muscle lifting a gallon of milk. You want to have some. Physical confidence that when you are playing with your kids or your nephew, nieces and nephews in the in the park, that that's not going to ruin your whole day because you pulled all types of muscles. You don't want to be that old Frankenstein with no confidence when it comes time to 
you know, hey, help someone move something and you're like, oh, I don't know, because your body's too feeble. No, you want to have a strong back. You want to have some strong legs and you want to be able to confidently throw down some D when the when that time comes. You want to be confident, confident with your abilities. Hey, you want to go run a marathon? Are you confident that you can cross that finish line? Well, if you're not confident, there are some things that you can do to help you attain that goal and feel that 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 success, taste that victory of crossing that that marathon finish line. And the way that we build the the confidence that is going to allow us to have a great race day is hey, we need to train. We need to work out our legs. We need to do some mobility drills. We need to be flexible. We need to eat healthy food. We need to get adequate rest. And that is, that type of confidence is built every single day. And now when we are building confidence, whether financially or physically, when we are making the right moves and we are doing the right thing, that is gonna be a reflection where we look in the mirror and now, when we look at the mirror, even though we might be the size of a, of a little kitty cat, we're going to see a lion roaring back at ourselves in the mirror. We're going to feel like a beast because we have earned some confidence. Our spirit is going to be on fire. We are adding fuel into our spiritual confidence. We're going to be able to rely, if not on anyone else, other than ourselves. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's all we can really be confident about is our word that we give to others and to ourselves that when we say we're, we are going to do something, we do it. When we say we will get this job done, we will do it. And guess what? Not only are we creating confidence in ourselves, we are creating confidence that other people will feel about us confidence you can't go to the store and, and buy a sack of confidence hey hey babe uh, i know you're at the grocery store can you buy me some confidence she's gonna be like oh hell no you need to take your your ass to the gym and get some confidence you need to go do something hard you need to go obtain a skill put in some hours put in the necessary work that is going to grant you that that confidence yep unfortunately can't buy com- confidence on amazon you can't DoorDash some some confidence uh-uh that needs to be earned if you're on a wrestling team and you don't want to go out on that mat and get your butt handed to you and get slammed from here to saturday you need to put in some some time effort you need to learn the moves when this guy does that i'm confident that i have done this move 10,000 times and if he does that i'm going to hit him with this because i am competent i understand i know the move and i'm confident in my ability i'm confident in the work that i did ooh and there's, there's nothing scarier 
than than a man. There's nothing more powerful. There's nothing more beautiful than a confident man, a confident person. And like I said, with confidence comes blood, sweat, and tears because you can't buy it. Even if you are a something that that isn't using your phys- your you know lifting a heavy load being strong you need to be mentally confident let's say you're a computer programmer and you have these bugs in the software and you need to do all types of problem solving some heavy lifting are you confident that you can get the job done hey because if you are not confident that you can get the job done that needs to be done to com- complete this project successfully, then guess what? We need to get you out and we need to find a man that is more confident in his ability to get this job done so so we can move forward because this little obstacle, this little obstacle, while it may be insurmountable to you, there's a guy for the job and that's always the case. And you know, when it comes to our our family lives, hey, there is no one else. You are, you are the guy. You are the man for the job. You are the role model. You are the a, a caregiver. And you know what? You need to be a confident caregiver that the actions, maneuvers, behaviors that you are doing, that you are exhibiting to your household you need to be confident that that is going to to produce some sweet tasting fruit and yep that that's a metaphor you're like what are we living on a farm where we're now producing fruit no silly that's uh, come closer baby bird i'll feed you you will be able to tell this species of tree by the fruit that it bears. An apple tree is not going to produce grapes. A vineyard that produces wine, they're they're not going to produce uh, strawberries. They need grapes. And as mature, uh, evolved, grown-ass adults, we need to produce confident, independent, responsible little kids and the things that we do the things that we do are our little ones are going to be looking to us soaking it all up so hey take inventory look look at yourself in the mirror and say hey where am i lacking confidence because where you're lacking confidence where you're lacking confidence is a weakness and it's good to to run that 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 check that self-diagnostic and you know what you need to keep it real with yourself look at yourself in the mirror and you know what this is something that i do and you know i have all these inadequacies all these shortcomings but regardless regardless of my weaknesses regardless of these these uh, lopsidednesses in my in my character and personality, I, I at least pray for them to be illuminated where I'm not completely blind to these shortcomings. And then I then I pray for strength. 
And how do we become aware of our inadequacies? How do we step out of the dark into the light and figure these things out? We need to ask ourselves, hey, where am I feeling pain? Where is frustration and anger at? One way that I feel frustrate, frustration and, and ang- anger in my own life that I need to work on, which has you know, always been a revelation to me. Like, and, and because I have known for a long time and because it is a weakness, well, you know, I have been struggling, grappling, getting my, my butt whipped on a emotional emotional level you know i i'm not rich i have my finances in order i have a strong body spiritually i know what to do spiritually you know i'm no buddha i'm no monk but i have lived and inherited some stubborn characteristics that goes all the way back to my my grandma and grandpa and who knows what what type of hard-headed mofos they had rearing and raising them and a future podcast that I plan on on diving into is the things that we inherit because we inherit more than just our eye color and hair color and skin color oh no we inherit so much more than that like personality traits uh, a proclivity towards addiction Oh yeah, all, all of those things are scientifically scientifically proven. And you know what? Because I am I'm a religious man, it also says that in the Bible too. It says uh, there's a, there's a scripture that uh, if you read it, it is just going to go over your head. It took um, it took someone much smarter to enlighten me on this phrase in the Bible that I'm gonna. I'm going to mention right now. And that phrase is, the parents eat sour grapes and their children's teeth are set on edge. That's a proverb. I forget what part, but hey, you you can look it up. Hey, don't trust everything that I say. Verify for yourself. The quote is, the children or the parents eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are, are set on edge. Now, once again, you know, the Bible... A lot of it needs an interpretation by someone smarter than, than myself to understand. Hey, maybe maybe I said that and you got it right off the bat. In which case, I'll say bravo. You should start your own podcast. And you should speak of these things because, hey, you seem brilliant to me by just being able to decipher the meaning behind that scripture. And because there are so many things that need translation and interpretation, sometimes it can be difficult and challenging to read read the gospel because you're like, man, what does this mean? And then someone smarter comes along that, hey, hey, brother, I'm going to tell you what that means right here. So the parents eat sour grapes. What does that mean? A sour grape? No, no, nobody eats. No one willingly eats sour grapes, right? You want You want some sweet fruit. No one has ever said, hey, do you have any sour grapes for me to eat? Nope, not once have they ever said that. A sour grape represents something bad. They're, they're doing something bad. And and the parents eat, the parents 
voluntarily are eating these sour grapes, which means that the parents are voluntarily doing something bad. They're voluntarily doing something bad for them. And because the parents voluntarily ingest something bad, they do something bad. And you can ingest something bad for you spiritually, mentally, physically. You know, um, when we're watching these, uh, I don't know, when we're spending hours on Foos Gone Wild or spending hours watching Jerry Springer, that can be equivalent to just eating donuts and Doritos all day for our minds. That's just going to make us dumber. Hey, and you know what the Bible calls that? A sour grape. And if you're a parent just watching Foos Gone Wild all day and Jerry Springer and washing it down with a can of Steel Reserve, that's so, so much sour grapes. And because you are eating sour grapes, science and the Bible both agree that because the parent is doing all this dumb stuff, the children's teeth will be set on the edge. That means that the kids are going to have problems. Man, and, and you know what? Of course, there, there's outliers. There are crackhead parents who have produced, not by their own fruition, a doctor or a lawyer. There are parents who have been rich and abundantly blessed who have produced opiate-addicted crackheads. Well, you know, those are the outliers. For the, for the rest of us, well, we're going to be somewhere in the middle. So I would encourage you parents out there, hey, take inventory of yourself. See where your confidence is lacking. See where you can strengthen those weaknesses. Because if you don't, that means you are aware of a weakness. You are doing nothing to strengthen it. And because of it, yeah, you might just be eating some sour grapes. And if you don't know, now you know. And now you have responsibility. You have responsibility to face those weaknesses, acknowledge the weaknesses, strengthen those weaknesses. No matter how hard it is, hey, that's your responsibility. Nobody's going to do it for you. Like I said, you can't go to the store and buy confidence. You're going to have to do the work yourself. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody can do it for you. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Hey, and I'm showing you where a nice, refreshing stream is right now. Hey, this puddle looks good to slurp from. What, you're thirsty? But you're not going to drink? Well, I'm not going to put a funnel down your mouth and force you to drink. You got to want to take a sip from that fountain of knowledge for yourself. Well, that's it, boys and girls. That's it for today. What did we learn today? We learned that your boy Ruby Rube is going to have all types of celebrities promoting this show, Gathering Strength. We learned uh, we learned that it's all right to grapple with these words and get your butt kicked from them every now and then, like I did with the word sociologist. We learned a new word that is going to empower you contrary we learn french on um on contrary 
We learned about confidence, how to gain confidence, how to address and strengthen the lack of confidence. We learned some pros and cons into why you want to know what confidence is, how to gain more. Hey, your boy Ruby Rube got your back. Once again, I want to see you buff. I want to see you jacked. I want to see you buff mentally, buff physically, buff spiritually. I want veins popping out of every orifice on you. Going to be doing some heavy lifting out there in the world. Better have a strong back. Literally speaking, metaphorically speaking, figuratively speaking, all types of speaking. Going to have to be strong. Going to have to have some confidence. That's enough for today, boys and girls. If you like what I said, give me a like. Give me a give me a follow. And until next time, it's onward. Always onward.